Hey guys, welcome back to Uncut, the podcast where we get to chat with Hawaii's entrepreneurs, creatives, and change makers. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kobe, and we're back in the studio, our second session of the year. I guess we still can't celebrate <laughs> the new year because we're in Jai January, or you are. Yeah. How's that going? It's been good. I mean, I think for me, the biggest thing is um, I haven't been dry since I was like 17 or whatever. <laughs> uh, nah, but I mean, like, you know, it's such a big mindset thing as well, you know, just like being able to do it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, not saying like drinking is a big thing, but it is when you're like going out and being social. Like I went to a networking event. I just came back from a snowboarding yeah, trip. And like, that you know, is, after. I, that's impressive. I thought, guarantee he's going to break on the snowboarding trip because that's what you do. You go and like snowboard uh-huh. and come back. Uh-huh. Ice and... cold beer sounds so nice yes. after, you know, being on the mountain all day or even like during snowboarding, you know. So, but I think that was, that's like a huge thing where it's just like being able to tell myself that i can do it mm-hmm. um because yeah i mean it's kind of just a representation of like other hard things that you think you can't do you know yeah so it's been good i mean a couple more days i go to japan soon <laughs> and then it's done <laughs> and let's go <laughs> just continue <laughs> just it dry 2023 <laughs> oh. how about only you on trips that special occasions you <laughs> yeah, yeah, your yeah. Mind to oh yeah of course 100 but you know i'm not gonna set my mind to that <laughs> i know all that socking kitten ice cold kitten yeah can't yeah. can't beat japan uh, yeah. ice cold beer okay yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah. But what about you? Any new things? Yes, I just came back from the hospital. I'm like on a freaking high yeah. right now because my brother and my sister-in-law, Cash and Sarah, had their first baby. Elia Sloan mm-hmm. is her name. And she's, oh. it's Yeah, it's so amazing. Like they're one of like my best friends too. And like it's, I don't know, I'm, I'm super stoked just talking about it too. I know. Yeah. She's so perfect. She was, she came a little early. So she's really tiny. But then she's so cute. So precious. She's like so smiling. I'm like, oh. Congratulations, Cash and Sarah. Congratulations. I know it's something else like, I mean, I have I have two babies, but then like to be an auntie, it's like a spe- it's a different kind of high. Mm-hmm. And I'm like so happy for and my it's, brother. It's yeah. so crazy that the girl je- genes in your family so are so strong. strong. <laughs> we only have girls. We were all hoping for boys. I was like, dude, Cash is going to be a boy. Yeah. But nope. <laughs> no, only girls on, on our side, our family side and on Sarah's side. <laughs> yeah, crazy. That's, yeah, that's girls crazy. Girls rule the world. Yeah, yeah. Girl power. Um, and speaking of girl power, yes. we have an amazing guest on today. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, I'm sure you've heard her music or heard her sing somewhere. You know, she talks about her whole journey and how she got to where she is today. But we have Kaylana in studio today. So stoked. She, oh, I'm just like, I don't even have the words. It was so good. We, I, I, I've been following her since like 2020. So mm-hmm. like when the lockdown happened and she did a lot of like lives and things like that. But she's been playing music for a long time mm-hmm. like over 10 years yeah she's been putting in that work she has been yeah and she's um she shared her journey and it was just like we go deep in this episode yeah in and the best was, way the thing we love about this podcast i think is you know like people like Kilana or even like our friends you know we connect outside like whether it's at a wedding or at work or wherever we are like but like in order to you know to be able to like sit down in the space and just mm-hmm. like hear her story and like kind of like go deep and like be able to share that with you guys it's like so fulfilling and like mm-hmm. we're still so stoked like we recorded her episode and we're recording the intro afterwards but like we're so stoked right now to share this with you guys i know i literally cried like a couple of times uh-huh. during her episode it's so skin beautiful the whole like her soul and and just like the work that she's put in not just on like the music side but mm-hmm. in like her own personal journey 
is just so beautiful and like the message that she has to share is so powerful and like mm-hmm. so important and i like hope that everybody listens to this and everybody is able to like look at themselves differently after hearing her story perfect valentine's day perfect. episode without planning it perfect valentine oh my gosh yeah we, yeah we you'll, were all... you'll find out at the end of the episode why yeah we like... were we were trying to hustle to get like a valentine's themed love themed like podcast going for you guys and but this just it worked the out. universe it, just yeah. worked it's magic for us yeah, in this very way. magical so yeah. yeah let's get into it Kailana, welcome to the studio. Hey studio. We're so excited. I'm excited to be I here. I feel kind of fangirly right now because I've been like following you for a while. Well, like we'll go into it, but I've been like, <laughs> I know I know you've been doing music for a long time, but I think I, fo- I found you like during COVID time mm-hmm. and yeah. just been like watching you I started you seeing you at more and more weddings. Yes. And then I just saw you recently this oh, past yeah, weekend. Oh yeah, we just had one together. And before we started recording, I was just telling her like every time I post you on my social media, like yeah. people are always like, holy shit, we love Kilana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Hawaii loves you. Oh man. I'm, I'm very grateful. <laughs> so we want to take it back. I mean, okay. like I, I think we talked before about how like you got into this and whatnot, but like were you always into music and like how did this whole passion start for you? I've always, uh, I actually just recently posted a video of my mom. It was her birthday a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of days ago. Oh, happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, mom. <laughs> and, uh, and so I always credit her to like really nurturing that passion for music for me from an early age. Because um, when I was younger, I was that kid, like I was just banging around on things. And, you know, there was a piano uh-huh. and I finally learned how to play it. And so when she found that out, she's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to nurture that in her. And so, um, then we found out like, oh, I I have an affinity. I I learn easily when it comes to that. But when it came to becoming like an actual musician and artist, that took a while for me to like kind of grow into, I would say. So you grew up here, you grew up in the West side? Yes, I'm from Kapolei. Kapolei. West side. (laughs) Is that, that's West side. Yeah. Yeah. If you tell like the wine and people, like, yeah, they're, they're like, nah. Yeah. 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 Kind of Depends you tell. West yeah. side-ish. To the yeah. townies, that's West Side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pre, pre-West Side. Pre-West Side, yeah. That's and true. then graduated from Kamehameha? I did, yes. Yeah. So born and raised in Kapolei. And then when I got into Kamehameha in ninth grade, my family was like, yes. And yeah, uh, yeah and I think that's what changed everything for me, really. Um, because prior to that, like, I liked music, but that school, if you go to Kamehameha, like, music is a part of, like, their right. education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. just took advantage of all the opportunities that they had there and then um yeah and then i just kept going after that nice yeah. did you do like band or choir or something? i did choir mm-hmm. um in fact so i i kind of talk about it but like i would say that i'm more of like a extroverted introvert uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah there's a lot of people like that <laughs> yeah I think, I think we're both like that too. really yeah. yeah and so um but before that i was just straight introvert for like my whole life um and so i actually i always loved art but i was more into like the like drawing and painting and all of that stuff and so there was a, a story when i was in high school my mom when she found out i got into kamehameha she's like you have to join the concert glee club like all my friends <gasps> whose glee. kids are in it they travel they do all these cool things and I was like, no, mom, I don't want to sing. Like, I want to take art class. And so she actually had a, like, um, like a deal with me. She's like, okay, you're either gonna, uh, you can take your elective and do art, 
but you have to become a cheerleader because she really wanted me to <laughs> get out of my yeah, yeah. shell. Uh-huh. I was like, Mom, Cute. no, That's please. awesome, though. <laughs> and, and so she was like, no, if you want to do it, you have to do that. So I was like, ah, oh, fine. So I did the cheerleading auditions. Um, but leading up to the last day, I was like, I can't do this. So I get out of the room. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, the practice. I'm like, Mom, this is fine. I'll just take choir then. Uh-huh. So she's like, okay, go call the counselor. I call the counselor. I'm like, can we switch it to, to choir? And But then really, that's where everything changed. Crazy. And, yeah. That's crazy. Everything, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, we're just we're talking just, about this. We're and just, it's just like, it. it also helps that there's someone in your corner, like your mom, you know, just like yes. pushing, pushing you out of your comfort zone. And yeah. yeah. That is like super important. And, and I think I realize that now, like sometimes you, you have a quality in yourself that you kind of overlook or you don't see. And when you have someone that like genuinely cares about you and mm-hmm. can see that, you know, foresight, you know, farther than you can right it's really important to have that in your team. shout out shout to out mom, to mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so awesome yeah. so then you did four years in choir yeah and so uh i did choir what year did you graduate 2012 oh, okay yeah so i did choir uh, and also there's a big thing called song contest yeah. and uh, we have yeah, just that and it's just, <laughs> just you know it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. the biggest thing um, and so you know my mom's like I said my mom's life mission was to get me out of my shell so even though like I was in choir uh, she found out like I picked up a guitar and I liked playing it but I never ever thought that I would be out there playing a guitar in front of people it was always like close my bedroom door yeah, yeah. that song <laughs> mom opens the door she's like is that you and I'm like yes she whoops out uh, dad so we'll talk like about it later yeah. but my dad always had a video camera so oh, she's nice. like we need to shoot videos of you because youtube was just <gasps> See, starting that's so cute yeah. and so she would say you want to go hang out with your friends okay we're gonna shoot a video first and i'm like oh my god that's so oh, cute wow. <laughs> and so we would do that and um and then at the time people in, in school they had no idea that I, like i could sing or i mm-hmm. could play the guitar until so this one dude <laughs> Who had like a crush on me? Like he found yeah, on YouTube. He found my video on YouTube. He was just like searching and you. He told everybody, and then it just started spreading around the school like wildfire. Like, oh my gosh, Kailana can sing. Kailana can sing. So then people started finding out, and then like, um, and then when song contest came around, we had to choose like a director, which is the person that's leading everybody yeah. in the front. Yeah. And they were like, Kailana, you have to audition. Like, you have to like sign up to be our our director. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to be in front of oh, yeah. people. <laughs> more pressure, more pressure. <laughs> but then um, I was like, you know what? Maybe they have a point. So I, I did it, and then I, I won. And so I ended up being the director for you know our class for the, the next two years after that. Wow. We, we didn't win like for such a long time, which is like a huge deal if your class doesn't yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But finally, our senior year, I got us to win, you know, our women's category. Yes. Oh, Hawaii language, hey, like best okay. language. I was like, I- <laughs> So, yeah, all of that stuff happened. And then I actually uh, received some scholarships from Kamehameha to study music. So that's kind of what made the path go down that route. Dang, Kamehameha is just like pumping out some crazy yeah. talented <laughs> artists, musical uh-huh. artists. Kamehameha, yeah. yeah. she yep. was on here, graduate mm-hmm. of Kamehameha. Anuhea did Anuhea, yeah, graduate she of Kamehameha. Did too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank awesome. You. Yeah. So then you got scholarships to to do music in college mm-hmm. or study music in college. Yeah, and uh, and so I went to the University of Hawaii 
there was a part of me that was like, oh, it would be so cool to like get into Juilliard or, you know, mm. like a very prestigious mm -hmm. music school. Uh, but at the time, I had a boyfriend and we yeah. were like, we can't do long distance. Oh. <laughs> we love each other so much. So I was like, fine. Hey, that that stay feeling home. is real. It is real. Yeah. You know what? It is, yes. It's, 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 it's part of yeah. your life. Yep. It's, it's a part of me. So, but shout out because that changed like everything, the trajectory. Shout I out to that guy that found <laughs> you, you know on YouTube what? too. Shout out to you. <laughs> you know who you are. Like, was that the same guy? No, different guys. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, shout out to both guys. Shout out to <laughs> all of you. <laughs> You're all great. Oh. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, just clearing the air. Yeah, just, just yeah. clearing the air. Um, but yeah, and so I ended up staying home. And uh, so <laughs> this podcast is going to pretty much be about mom, I guess. But yeah. mom, <laughs> mom worked for Hawaiian Airlines. And uh, she was always like, okay you have to study Japanese and, you know, get into the airline industry and stuff. And at the time I didn't want to, but I fell in love with Japanese too. So when I was in high school, it was music and Japanese language. Dang. So I went to UH Manoa, wanted to double major in Japanese and music, uh, but that was impossible because they were on opposite sides of the campus. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. we know, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that like music area. Yeah, music, like, we have us like Sun way Sharp. in a corner just yeah. by ourselves, isolated. Uh, and I just knew it was gonna take way too long. And so I was like, yeah, no, let me just finish. Let me get this music degree. And uh, yeah, so I finished my four years. And at the time I was uh, serving at the church that I was at, uh, New Hope Leeward. And I made friends with the guitarist and we're like, hey, we should try like doing music outside of um, the church. So I didn't know how we yeah. were supposed to get into playing at these places, but mm -hmm. I just would go up to places and be like, hi, can I speak to your manager? I know you guys have music here. I want to play here. And oh, yes. That's kind of like how Wait, that's look huge. Look how far yeah. you came. <laughs> Ain't that shy, girl? Yeah. I I'm know. Like, Mom, no, no, no. To like, yo, I know you play music here. Let me play here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Kailana. Um, but yeah, I definitely got some like eyebrow raises. Like, who do you think you are? And at the time, I didn't have anything out. Uh -huh. And so some of, some of these people were really nice. Like, the managers would be like, oh, do you have any content out? Do you have any quality videos? an album and I look at my friend I'm like oh dude we don't got anything to show for it <laughs> and so it's so funny because um, my family has always been so supportive uh, and so when I realized okay I need to have good videos uh, we have dad's camera at home yeah, okay yeah. let's use that um, I got my two sisters to hold up this black sheet in our garage <laughs> nice. you can find the video it's called Adorn I think I did a Miguel cover it's it's like 2013 or 14 and it's like, and this is when I was trying yeah. to be like a video editor uh -huh. on iMovie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so the so sheet was like a backdrop. My sisters are holding this, okay. and then like literally a lamp in the house. My dad grabs it and he's like shooting it <laughs> at us. We're like, yes, yeah, home and production. Then, yeah, we, and then I had like the cuts and the edits where I'm like soloing, and then like, oh, the, okay, yeah, okay. you know what? So gonna, everyone watch that video. <laughs> yeah, um, but because of that, like that's how it started. And uh, so I was like, great, I have this piece of content. I can send this out to places. So started emailing, hey, I have this, this, this. And I finally got one um, hit from this one place, kind of in a sketchy area. I'm not going to talk about it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I was in this one area that like, they're like, okay, we'll first give gig. you first gig. Yeah. They're like, we'll give you this gig regularly um, if you can bring in a crowd every, every week. Nice. And at the time I didn't have any following. So there was like that pressure on me. But again, I had an awesome family. They 
invited okay. all their friends. Yeah, yeah. So all for the, the first, aunties and uncles. All the aunties the and yeah. uncles. Yeah. So for the first two weeks, it looked like I was killing it. Yeah. It was like, wow, she really. But third week, dead. Absolutely nobody in there. Fourth week after that, they're like, hmm. So um, by the fifth week, they're like, hey, you know what? We're going to have a DJ. And I was like, oh, I'm so sad. Uh, well, at least you got that experience. Yeah, and that's true. Um, and I even asked them, like, you know, what could I have improved on? And they were just saying, you know, your music is kind of slower on the slower side. Um, and so we, we want stuff that's like upbeat and lively and we'll get like fill our environment. And at the time, I didn't realize like why that was important. Mm -hmm. um, but when I took that piece of advice, like I went home and like took a few months, but I like studied it. And uh, and I made sure like the next time nobody would ever be able to tell me that my music nice. was like too, too slow. slow or anything like I really um took that piece of advice and I was like, okay, let me dissect it. So I would go watch other musicians that had big followings and I was like observing them. Like, what are you doing that works? Um, playing with the crowd, talking to the crowd, taking requests. And I was like, okay, I gotta do all that. Nice. And then I was like, okay, if they're saying my music's too slow, let me go and study all these different kinds of music and like what, what is popular. And so like, I really like did a whole deep dive started like studying the billboard top 100 charts every week oh nice to so see that what like are, yeah people, people were like, listening yeah. to and, and i would learn it so that way like if i would play a gig people would be like oh how do you know that song it just came out or you know oh, oh, and so cool. that kind of was what set like set me apart and yeah and then i just kept doing that for like 10 years nice. 10 years yeah that's so crazy so mm -hmm. back when this was happening what yeah. year was that uh like out of high school out of high school yeah so like 20 12, 2012 yeah 2012 i was so doing that it was your like first gigs yeah like wow, i was really like this 10 marks years 10 ago. years then yeah mm -hmm, yeah Jeez. it does there's so many <laughs> wow. elements to your story though from yeah. like stepping out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. to like creating content to pushing out to like just like being persistent and following up on these things yeah. and mm -hmm. really pushing yourself to learn and research. Because mm -hmm. um, so many times in that, in, even in that part of your journey, right. people could have been just like, oh, I, I guess too hard. Like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not for My me. My music's too slow. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or they don't want me playing at this one place. Like, yeah. I'm done. I guess I'm not meant for this. No, totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah that rejection, uh, that rejection sucks. Um, but I, yeah, I found a way, like, I'm not going to lie. When I find out, like, I was so sad. And it took me, like, a couple of weeks. But after that, I'm like, okay, it hit. But I can stand back up again. Like, what am I going to do now with Because this info? is something, like, you really want to do, right? Yeah. So, like, this is something you, like, kind of set your, like, path on and really focused on it. So that's awesome that you, like, continued mm -hmm. it and, like, pursued it and were really persistent. I think that's huge. Like, I think a lot of people, like Kobe was saying, like, would just give yeah. up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What were like some of your after that one club that we're not mentioning? <laughs> well, it closed down. It's not around anymore. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Should I kept yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, did you have like a regular gig? At, yeah, yeah. That? Eventually, um, I got like the attention of uh, Monkey Pod Kitchen. So that's a place oh, out yeah. in Coalina. Yep. And uh, so they were the first one to actually give me like a very regular Sweet. gig. So I was there every Sunday happy hour from 2013 till like 2019. Jeez, every yeah. Sunday I would be there. Wow. <laughs> and, um, and it was great. And, you know, there's a lot of tourists, a lot of people yeah. coming through. So yeah. that kind of got me varies lightly into the wedding industry just a bit um and then also all the other merriman restaurants like kind of like took me on so i played at moku i played at all these you know other places and slowly i started to get like the attention of like the booking agents all in hawaii i've got to work with all of them which has been awesome and so a lot of people don't know like especially if they're just starting to follow me they're like oh wow you know so 
you know, have you played at this place before? And a lot of people don't know. Like, I've played yeah. almost at every single uh-huh. place. Like, I've been doing this for yeah. 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has been hustling <laughs> for the last 10 years. Well, yeah. Like, during that time, were you start, were you, did you have, like, a strategy with, like, followings and, and like, things like that? Um, n- not necessarily, no. I think what was really helpful during that time um, in those 10 years was, like, I was really honing in on my sound and, and mm-hmm. trying to find a way to, like, find my identity, which mm-hmm. was really important, especially. Um, mm-hmm. But then finding, you know, like-minded individuals that, like, were into that same kind of music. So at a point in time, like, I, I had this group of friends, um, and we, we called ourselves Brunch. And I forget nice. why we called ourselves Brunch, <laughs> but um, we all loved R&B music. And so we kind of created this, like, environment together where we would always support each other, where, you know, if somebody was coming out with, with an album, like, okay, I'll do your background vocals, or if we're Say, going on tour, yeah. we'll, we'll travel together. And so it was really awesome because we, like, really were there to support each other. Um, and then, yeah, and then in 2019, I kind of started realizing, okay, I need to like home back in and kind of focus on myself a little bit. And so that's something a lot of people don't talk about in, Mm -hmm. you know, business or even like, uh, sometimes like there's seasons where you'll have to kind of be an individual or on your own. So that Mm -hmm. way you can like really refocus on what your goals are. Uh, and so that's kind of been my, my biggest like driving thing now. That's so crazy that you took that 2019 was that year because then it like centered you and prepared you for like pandemic yeah. time mm-hmm. I, I i you know it's so weird i i've told very few people about this but like there was a time in 2019 where we were all doing our thing which was was great but like there was something in me that made me feel like i'm gonna have to do something that is like gonna be hard for me mm-hmm. but i think it's it's gonna be like beneficial for everybody in the long run not not even just me or my friends but like my future and everyone else's you know, future yeah the future of like Hawaii music and yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and that's so. crazy that you like felt that and then you like acted on it, you know? Oh, I mean, I tried to resist it, yeah, but yeah. then it yeah, ended up. Hard. Yeah, uh-huh. but it happened. And then 2020 happened. Yeah. Yeah. And even more so, I was like, oh my gosh, I should have like done something else. Like I shouldn't have gone into music. Like, right. What, Everything what was it? is closed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, and so. Wait, oh. so go back to 2019. So yeah. when you say like kind of take a step back and mm-hmm. things like what mm-hmm. were you doing to do that? Um, Were you just like not gigging or like not putting out new music? um, I think it was just like I was like really bad at, I guess, establishing like boundaries for myself Mm -hmm. and like when working with other people. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm the type of person that is like super prone to burnout all the time because I like get super passionate common and and um and so yeah that burnout sucks because like not only do you like you get super passionate you want to do all these things then you're spread thin and then after that you um like fall through and and you know then you're unreliable but like you really were not trying to get to that point you're not able to accomplish the things you really want to do yeah and then you get down on yourself for that but yeah so I've been trying to work on on that and I realize like boundaries really help with that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so was know. it like okay so you know growing up you always thought you're a musician and all of this yeah what what year was it 2019 or like what year was it when you were like i think i can like make a living out of this like i'm gonna be an entrepreneur Ooh. or like when, what was that no for? yeah uh that was 20 that was 2020 2021 oh okay so after oh, really? okay okay yeah. so okay before we'll kind of go in order okay. so 2019 you kind of yes. focused on yourself yes 2020 the pandemic happened the pandemic happened okay. well even before that because yeah. okay. you were going to college got your degree i was going to college um at the same time so come on right mm-hmm. um my goal 
like I knew I wanted to get into music, but mm-hmm. being an artist was like not the thing. I thought I wanted to go back and become the next um, choir director. Like oh, that's okay. what I thought yeah. I was going yeah, yeah. to be go a teacher. So I want, yeah. yeah, I wanted to yeah. get into education. So I, that's what I was intending to do. And my teachers were very like, you know, I'm very grateful for them because while I was still in school, they were like, hey, you can come back and work for the school, you know, kind of like work part time and be our assistant, cool. learn under us. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that and it was cool. Um, I got to teach all the students like I would teach what, four, eight, twelve like 1600 students like choir songs oh, for like wow. contests like it was yeah it was crazy like I, what I'm a way gl- to get back to yeah, yeah I'm really glad that I'm able to kind of like be on these things so that I can kind of take the time to like sit back and think like wow wait I forgot that I did that yeah. <laughs> yeah. um but yeah and so I was doing that thinking like oh okay um I don't know if I want to become a teacher or like get into choir. Uh-huh. And so at that time, that's when I was like with my church friend and we're like, let's try and gig. Mm-hmm. And when I got into that, I'm like, oh, this is kind of this is kind of fun. This is cool. Let's, let's do this. Um, but I was always half and half in both like mm-hmm. for a long time. And then um, 2020 happened. And that's when I really grew my audience and like started like preparing for 2021, which was when I was like, OK, I think I'm going to just focus on being all an artist in. and a musician mm-hmm. and yeah. And so I've been doing that. Like, nice. Full-time. So you can, yeah. Went all in in 2021. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was that like, I guess, thought process for you? Like, I'm sure it was like something scary. Yeah. And for mm-hmm. a lot of people, they understand that as well. Mm-hmm. So like what, what were, I guess like kind of like the steps you took or like your thought process going through that and just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, because I had been working with Kamehameha for so long and there was always like in the back of my mind, like it's a, like a steady, like, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, and, sure. and yeah. so like even for my family, yeah, and comfortable. And so when you're, you're talking to someone, especially for an entrepreneur, you have to go through all of these emotions and like, yeah. and dealing with people's like ideas of like, oh, okay, what so you that's do. <laughs> what you do. What's right. And what's yeah. What's right. And what's wrong. I mean, a job at Kamehameha too, is not just comfortable. It's like, yeah, privilege. Exactly. It's like, wow. it's like prestigious. So yeah. they're like, so when I was talking to my parents about like, I think I'm gonna, you know, say I'm gonna just I'm gonna not help or I'm gonna stop doing this and they're like wait no you're gonna <laughs> yeah, lose your what? foot in the door like yeah. you have to stay there and I was like if I if I don't like I'm not gonna be all in here and I'm not gonna be all in here and mm-hmm. and I can only go so far if I'm not all in right and um and so yeah just taking that leap was was really scary um and I definitely went through these doubts of like oh but you know and it's cool because I just had like a blue note show last year and like all of my you know um my friends from work, they all came in and they like, came to support. Uh-huh. They're like, yeah. we're so proud. We we're glad that you finally made that move. And yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. So when 2021 happened and mm-hmm. you decided to go all in, because you had had, I mean, since you were gigging and stuff, it was like that was part like a part-time job too, right? Yeah. yeah. And then like, how did you what did you start to do differently now Mm. that you're like all in? Um, So I have to rewind back to 2020 because uh, that was the, like where I laid the foundation, Mm -hmm. like even with myself, like what, what do I really want to do? Like what, why am I choosing music and Mm -hmm. and what's the the why behind it? And I realized uh, that I had this opportunity to touch and inspire people, not to like praise me or whatever, but like more so to, to know like, oh, okay, she's not very different from me. So if she can do it, then maybe I can do that for myself. I think that's always my driving factor in like sharing my story or being open to being uncomfortable so that like it can be an example that like, okay, if you jump out of this un- like discomfort and just do it, you might succeed, you know? And so when I 
was in COVID. There were no restaurants or places to play at. And I either had the like option, two options. I could like go into something else or I could go like full force into music. And so I decided to go that route. And so that meant going online, whatever money I had left for, you know, besides like the lockdown, I uh-huh. went on sweetwater.com and like, okay, I need like an audio interface. I need really good quality stuff for my live streaming because mm-hmm. I'm going to get into live streaming. And so I did that and I would do that every day during the lockdown, like playing every day. And um, something that I noticed, I always love analyzing things. And so when I was looking around at like the, the, the playing field of, of all of us doing that live streaming thing, I'm like, okay, most people are going on and they're like playing the same songs every, every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to give people an experience mm-hmm. because they're not able to be outside. I want to mm-hmm. bring these different experiences to them every single day. Nice. So every day I would do a different decade. So like uh, Monday would be the 50s. I would only play 50s music. Oh, I even sick. went deep into it. Like I would get dressed up. So oh, like yeah, research yeah. the history. Yeah. I turned it into like a like a lesson or yeah. like a history lesson. That was like fun for you too. Probably. It was yeah. so fun. Yeah, 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 it was keeping me so like busy. I by the time like lockdown was like almost done, I was like, whoa, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> but yeah, and so that's kind of like what really set it apart. And I, I started gaining like a really big following from that. And, um, and then that was great. And uh, eventually in 2021, or t- during 2020, because I had this audience, I felt more comfortable being myself. And I felt this, uh, I felt encouraged to like create an album. Nice. And so I was working with Emo Garza at Zale Music. Mm-hmm. Um, and we finished a full length album of all original songs. And I'm like, okay, if there's a better time to release stuff and not right. like worry about judgment, it's right now because everybody's focused on other things. Yeah. So let me release this album. And I released the album and I was tripping out because it actually uh, charted to number two at some point on the iTunes R&B charts. Crazy. So crazy. Yeah. I just, yeah, whenever I get super passionate and into something, I just like, I trip myself out sometimes. I'm like, wow, interesting. No big deal. Yeah, a lot of really cool things. And then, yeah, because of that, I just felt like, okay. I have an audience and I have to keep the momentum going with this. So let me focus my attention on this and say goodbye to the school for right now. Yeah. You know, you never know. (laughs) And so that's kind of what happened. That's so cool. I love this story because you hear it every now and then, like things that happened out of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. like just these beautiful stories of just people living their truth and like living their passion and going for it. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I mean, and then you came out of it and was like, full force yeah like we're going all in yeah it really transformed me like for the better i would have to say and um and then because of that it just like felt like magnetic so there were all, like it, it started it was crazy like there were dreams that i would have or aspirations of things that i'd want to accomplish and they just would happen and it wouldn't even be too far in between like those things yeah. would come true nice yeah yeah i mean like it it, it takes it takes a lot to like be able to like, especially if you're split between two things, right? Mm-hmm. To like just like really trust and like take that step and like go full on into something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, you see it, you see the fruition, fruition of like everything that like has come about like because of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
What's your process with like? I know you just mentioned yeah. like kind of manifesting yeah, we without talk a saying. About, like, yeah, oh, you do. We do yeah, talk yeah. a little bit. Uh-huh. We had like Rihanna on twice. Oh, really? Manifesting. Uh-huh. And then we had like McKenna Madulian. Oh, like oh. she's like the queen of manifesting. <laughs> so it's like, did you have like a vision board or like what were you yes. like kind of like yes. tools that to, you use? I have to credit my friend Crystal Mauricio. Oh yeah, oh, I know yeah. Crystal. I have to credit Crystal. We knew each other from church, but her and I we stuck together. We stayed really close. Um, she was deployed during. 2020 and when she came back home um i was still kind of in this is this crossroads of like should i stay or should i leave mm-hmm. and she was the one that was like I, dude i can see you singing with bruno mars someday oh nice. my gosh and I was like, that just gave me chicken <laughs> and i was like no way like she's like i don't know why you can't see it but you have like something and i'm like girl i i don't know what you're talking about and she's like i need you to read this book and so she actually gave me a book to read and it was called manifest now by um Idil Ahmed, I believe that's her name. And that book was what changed it for me. Really? Yeah. What was like the thing that you took? What were some takeaways? Yeah. Yeah. Like what was the thing you took away? Um, You have to, like you are your mindset. Like so Mm -hmm. your thoughts attract what you believe. Um, And so like if you have this like limiting scarcity mindset and Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I'm not going to get this. You know, you have to you have to come from a place of abundance. And in order to come from a place of abundance, you have to actually take the time to like sit still um, and like heal any of the things that you're holding on to. Cause if you're holding on to anything that like really blocks, it's a blockage to like that door or that like pipeline of mm-hmm. things just happening and coming mm-hmm. true for you. And so like 2020 was awesome because any of those like things I was holding on to, any exes or like, you know, any heartbreaks like I think that was the beautiful thing about 2020 was like it actually I didn't have to worry about like messaging someone back or you know going to this gig or and so like for the first time my burnout self like didn't have to worry about being spread thin Mm -hmm. and I really took that time to focus on myself and in that time I was able to heal like any of the past like wounds or traumas I had with people and I finally like felt lighter Mm-hmm. And then that's when, you know, and then Crystal showed me that book. I read that book and I started writing down the things that I want to do. You know, I want to have an album out. I want to win a hoku. Uh, I want to be it. able to sing with this person. Um, and I wrote, I, I actually made that vision board and put like a few artists on that thing. And I've seen like four of them in the span of these like two years. That's so good. I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, over my whole entire body. We like, <laughs> truly believe in that. We talk about it like, yeah, with yeah. so many people, and like, mm-hmm. that's huge. That's so powerful. Like the, the, especially what you talked about, like the getting rid of the limiting beliefs part, yeah. mm-hmm. because that is, I, it's so true. It's mm-hmm. like, it's in part of your like subconscious. Like you're not even thinking about it, but then it's like you, you might not do something thinking like oh that's not gonna happen like you might not even like put the action into yeah. play yeah because you have this like limited belief that's just like deep 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 in your yeah some of us are like it's so programmed in us that like mm-hmm. we're so unaware of them mm-hmm. and like and the start of like really kind of uncovering that and unearthing that was like being able to just take a compliment like i could not take a compliment really wow. yeah like if anyone would say yeah you sound really good i'd be like oh no no like that was how bad it used to be uh-huh. and then it got to a point where i would just be like and then it got to oh thank you so much you know and so that that took time um but even with that yeah like y- some of us really take that like 
humility because my parents instilled that into me Mm -hmm. um but like really being able to like decipher like okay humility versus like self-deprecation like you know it's super important uh yeah so that's that's so so crazy i think like a lot of people can i think a lot of people can relate with that especially Mm -hmm. like you know going through the pandemic all of those things really freed up um time for everyone to really like focus on themselves Mm because i mean it wasn't really anything else to do yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. i love that now the pipeline is like clear Clear. and now like anything is possible literally like just there's been so many things that have been happening it's um it's scary but like in a great way yeah Yeah. so what are some of those things that you're just like holy crap can't believe this yeah what were some of those moments for you um, i mean last year was a big giant year for you too it was so like (laughs) the thing that was funny was i i um at the time, you know, when I when I had to kind of uh, cut the fat and like really focus on myself and like lay those boundaries, um, at a point like I was very much in my solitude, and I remember like praying that I would find people that would, um, you know, I would find like minded like me that wanted to like uh, I just wanted more friends that like thought like me, and within that like year I was able to meet. Uh, I have like five friends that are really like my cornerstones for like what I do and they keep me grounded and and they help lift me up. And I think that's what's so important that a lot of us also don't think about is Mm -hmm. how important it is to have like a good foundation of people like that really have your back um, and that want to see you succeed and grow Mm -hmm. um, because that's that's really important. And, And luckily, I was able to find those people in these last couple of years. And and what we've been able to do together has been incredible because I found like. You know, I have a friend, her name is Linnell. Uh, she is a makeup artist. And when she, she just started during the pandemic too, mm-hmm. kind of doing her thing. Yeah. And, um, and I was looking for someone, I, I did my first headlining show in 2021. And uh, so that was like a huge step in a difference from like doing a gig, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. like putting on the production show, yep. and all of that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was uh, <laughs> hard. <dude. laughs> I don't like doing that, but it's, it looks great though. But I remember like, you know, looking at all the costs and everything and I was like, oh man, I, I would love to look the part. And so I just like had put a blast on my social media. I'm like, hi, you know, I'm looking for a makeup artist and a graphic designer and all of these things. And I was just really surprised by the amount of people that like reached out. Um, but then yeah, I found Linnell through that and she was just like, Hey, I, I love what you do. I want to just support you. I would love to, uh, do your makeup and, and like, don't worry. I just want to be there to support. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. And yeah. then, and then like we, we ended up like hitting it off. We went to lunch one day, found out we're very similar. And I was like, what is your goal? Like, what do you want to do? And she's like, I would love to be a makeup artist, like full time one day. Nice. And so, um, so I was like, okay, so anytime I would do a show or anything, like she's always my go-to person that I go to. Yeah. And now she's like, she's booked and busy. Yeah. She is doing great. And I'm super proud of her. I have another friend who also is in hair. Her name is shy. And, um, and similar, like, she's just like, I want to make a difference in my, my industry and my community and like kind of put Hawaii on the map. And I'm like, me too. Like, let's do this together. So she does my hair. And um, she's actually on a trip in Miami. She won a contest, a nationwide contest for um, Barbara. Like, she she loves doing what? men's hair. Oh, oh and, Yeah. So she she put together this video. And she's like, hey, we need to showcase, like, our art. I want to showcase Hawaii. Like, you down to be a model. And I was like, girl, I don't model, but I'll do whatever yeah, you need. Yeah. So we did it. And then, yeah, she found out last week she won. Dang. And so Sick. she's out there right now doing her thing. And, yeah, it's just been awesome because like you can see right how like 
the cycle of like if if they pour into you then you become a better person and then you can be better for them and then it's just like yes that is all manifestation too yeah yeah yeah. oh that's so exciting oh yeah i keep getting chicken skin (laughs) but like because it's like those stories like we're so stoked about those types of stories because it's like it's such a real thing and it's always happening and it's like Mm -hmm. you kind of just have to let yourself be vulnerable to it you know yeah. like let go and like trust and totally mm-hmm. but it also is put a in process the of like mm-hmm. letting go of control mm-hmm. in a sense yes like and just trusting that mm-hmm. there is something else that's maybe bigger and better than what you can imagine yeah but then that process of letting go sometimes is hard for people for I mean, sure yeah it's definitely super hard and, and I, i've gone through that and I've, I've come to moments where, like, I would doubt it in that process of waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But now, like, just seeing it all come to fruition. Like, that one, like, premonition that I had of, like, oh, something's going to happen and it's going to suck, but it's going to be for the better. I really feel like only now can I say, like, yeah, that was true. Like, it, it was mm-hmm. supposed to happen that way. Mm-hmm. And um, now, like, I'm in a better place. And so, like, I can actually be a better person to everyone around me yeah and I can share like my story and and the things that I go through because like before I would always have like a different I I was always so afraid to like share my actual personality with my social media Mm. Um, but then I always find like that's like that's the the dilemma you'll run into is because like if you have a certain image on your social media that it's not you like after a while it's hard to upkeep that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so when you can finally like be authentic yeah be authentic get past those like uncomfortable like oh gosh people are gonna judge me i'm Uh doing these like stupid things online or like okay she's like getting emotional on the camera that's weird (laughs) like you know i used to always be like oh god i can't show that side of me Uh um but i got over it and yeah and now i can just be me and it's been yeah just life-changing yeah i I think i think things are changing i think people are looking for real authenticity Mm -hmm. and i was just listening to a podcast today it's like if you're not flawed then you're not interesting (laughs) that's that's a good one yeah yeah people just want to feel like oh she's just like me or i see their story we can relate to that you know Yeah, yeah yeah And I think, like, for a long time, like, we've, overall, like, just as a society, we've kind of just been in that scarcity, like, thinking. And, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. really, like, we're, we're, we're living in a world of just excess. Like, we have totally. excess information, yes. like, you more, know. Now more than ever. Now more than ever. And right. so, like, there shouldn't be this, like, scarci- scarcity. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. even in, in your beliefs for yourself or, like, others, like, you know, there there isn't really much. There's so much to go around. And that's yeah. why, like, whenever I feel like I'm winning, um, I don't feel like, oh, yeah, I got to keep it to myself so that nobody can know. Like, there's so much. And, like, there's so much, there's yep. so much out there. But mm-hmm. it is, like, programmed in us for how wherever it yeah. came from. Totally. Like, whether it's, like, from our grandparents where they were in, like, the depression. Exactly. And, like, you know, mm-hmm. and, or even, even just going through the pandemic where it was, like, so scary. Yeah. I mean, it is. it does take work to be, like, remind yourself. Like, yeah. there's so much opportunity out there. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need to be in fear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I used to have like this really uh, this this problem like I, I would always do and like my best friend, her name is Sherelle. She's been my friend since like middle school. And nice. so she's always the person I go to like emotionally for support or if I feel like I don't know if I can do it. And she'll talk me like she'll help me remember like remember when we were here? We'll look at where we did you know and so nice. that's yeah. really important to have yeah. in your corner yes. too uh-huh. and um i actually i shared a reel a couple of weeks ago of like an actual time we had together um okay well i was going back to this guy over and over again maybe so and 
so my friends, my friends know. They're like, oh, girl, come on. I'm like, you know what? I just love, I just love love. <laughs> but, but, I, but I know I got to watch out. So now I'm better at the screening process. But, um, but before that, I'm like, oh, I want to go back. And, and so my best friend, like, she could see, like, how much I would struggle with, like, doing that same stupid thing over and over again. That cycle. <laughs> yeah, that cycle. And so one day she, we're at her house. And she's like, I'm telling her everything. And she... Thank you so much for letting me share the same story that I share with you over and over Everybody again. needs this friend. Yes, everybody needs a Sherelle. Yeah, you need a Sherelle, or you know, you can be a Sherelle to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And so I remember she let me finish that whole story that I repeat over and over again. And she's like, "Okay, can I take you with me?" And so she takes me into her room, and she has this big mirror, and she's like, "Okay, I want you to look in the mirror." And I remember being like, "Okay, what are we doing?" <laughs> and she's like, "Look at yourself." And I'm looking at myself, and she's like, "Okay, I want you to say, I love you." And I was like, no, stop. Can we stop? This is so weird. And she's like, no, I need you to say I love you. And I was like, sure, I don't want to do this. And she's like, I want you to say I love you and I forgive you. And I remember like, and I was like, and then I started getting frustrated with myself because I'm uh-huh. laughing. I'm like, no, I don't want to do yeah, this. Yeah, it's silly. Yeah. But then in my mind, I'm like, wait, why am I having a hard time doing this? Yeah. And then she like, she's like, okay, wait, look at me. And then she's like, can you tell me you love me? And I was like, yeah, I love you. And she's like, okay, why can't you tell yourself that? Oh. And then I was like, oh. That's what made me cry. What a what a moment. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh. And so she's like, look at yourself. And you're not good. You can't leave until you like tell yourself that. And then I started getting actually like frustrated with myself, like shaking, Uh like, oh my God, I can't can't even do it. And then that's when I realized, like, oh crap, there's a problem I don't even realize about myself. And yeah, it took some uncovering and and now I, I realize. Yeah, there was a lot of healing that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, I'm still doing. Wow. And I even, like, just shared, like, I realized that there's a lot of, like, hurt people in the world, you know, and me included. Mm-hmm. And so many times, like, a lot of them, a lot of us are walking around not knowing that we're hurt and that, like, we need healing. And, um, and I used to always just, like, want to, like, change the world and be better. But I realized I needed to start with, like myself first mm-hmm. and that's how you change the world yeah mm-hmm. and that's how you yeah. change the yeah. world yeah. and so that's been like my my biggest thing and so i try to share my music but i also try to share like my thought process so of of like you know everything encouragement for anyone else that's like going through a hard time and how to get through it and overcome so that's so amazing oh, oh what a story that, so that is dude shout out to her for sure real yeah, yeah. Uh, oh that was a moment i like got super emotional really? t- hearing it because i'm like yeah i mean i feel like a lot of girls can relate to that mm-hmm. story about mm-hmm. just realizing that wow i really don't love myself and how do i overcome that forgive myself forgive, yeah. Yeah. yeah and like we we don't realize it sometimes in like our actions like a lot of us, like, for me, I even had a hard time just being alone. Like, actually, uh, um, like, being alone, not being in a relationship or, you know, or just even being able to, to claim, like, my talent and say, like, oh, I am good or, you know, I'm beautiful mm-hmm. without feeling like, okay, no, like, I'm talking too highly of myself or, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's like, programmed into us and we don't mm-hmm. realize it until, like, a moment like that. Like, me just not being able to look at myself it's in the like mirror that, is like, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dang, that's so good. Wow. Somebody's going to really, hear yeah. that and they're going to like look, go look at yourself in the mirror yeah. and tell yourself, I love you and I forgive you. Yeah. Man, that's so powerful. That's huge. Mm. And you know, that's why we love like speaking to people like you or like mm. anyone just sharing stories and like 
you know, in hopes that we help other people out there as well. So thank you for sharing that. That that's yeah, huge. Yeah, that is uh-huh. huge. Yeah, I mean, you guys having this platform is is really incredible for for all of us. You know, um, like yeah, it's always important to create a community and yeah, community getting... over competition. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. especially in Hawaii too. You know, just like the culture and everything out here is like amazing and beautiful. So yeah, it's we're something stoked. special. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I want to shift it a little bit. I okay. know we talked a lot about like your personal journey and stuff, but mm-hmm. especially now in 2023, yes. content is so important. Mm-hmm. And you and your dad being the original content creator. <laughs> and mom. Yeah, and mom. The and your sister. Shout out to your family. Hype, original hype girl. Uh, how, how have you like really utilized content to kind of get yourself out there and promote your brand and whatever you're doing, you know? So it's like... Yeah, uh, well, I, that's perfect that you segued back into that because I, I do have to credit dad. Dad always had a video camera out from like the moment I remember being able to walk. Yes. He always had that thing out. And I remember being so annoyed because I'm like, dad, why yeah. do we have to be like, he'd be like, hey guys, what day is today? What are we doing? <laughs> and like, literally, he was the original like Vlogger. Kardashian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> like dad was the original. So yeah. like... And so, like, he would always do that. And I remember in the in those moments, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, please, I don't want to. But it's oh, it was like now those are like the most precious like yes, things of our family. Be yes. able to go back, put yeah. those tapes in and see like, wow. And so I would always from that, I took that. I'm like, OK, I'm going to incorporate that into like my my career or my job. And so that's why, like, in the beginning, it felt weird, like because I don't have well. I also have another friend who like assists me. So she usually come with me and like yeah. get like that. Takes point a of village. Shout yeah. out to the team. But yeah, like just having, having it out and like just documenting as much as I could. Um, but then there was always that fine line of like making sure to like still be present in the moment mm-hmm. and not letting like creating the content overpower mm-hmm. the like, actual experience experience. and so that's always something that i have to navigate and balance but um it's definitely important as an entrepreneur or a creative to um to utilize yeah creating content and sometimes like it'll take just um repetition and getting into that like discipline of just putting out content i i've fallen victim to like oh okay i'm tired i don't want to but then like you know you're you're losing out on money if you're not out there like actively trying to like put yourself out there but not in like a hey look at me like it's so interesting yeah, it's i don't like, even know how yeah. to like explain it but it's there like needs that to, balance that balance like uh and you have to make it fun like it, it can't just be something that it, for me that's what's helped me so like i know like my music is my main thing but i love sharing like mental health or like encouragement uplifting things so like i'll usually balance the two like, like do a music thing or even i'll have like content days where i'll like make content for a whole day mm-hmm space it out and then put it out yep. yeah yeah I, I love that you do that by the way like <laughs> i think i mean i obviously love your music but then like when you talk about like mental health and like you'll like do those reels i'm like it's so good because <laughs> it you. comes from such a good place mm-hmm. and yeah. i think people can see that mm-hmm. and i think it really does i mean i read the comments and i'm like oh it's I think so it just, it's just putting out just such great vibrations into the universe. Yeah. yeah i think it just like comes from like you being authentic mm-hmm. you know and like yeah. that, that's amazing yeah. And I think it's mm-hmm. also a great thing, like even if you're a creative to um, to take time and devote time into like uh, learning another like like skill in, in regards to like either if you um, like content creation, like coming up with content or like being able to be a video editor. I've been like my own like editor, all these different things yeah. for so long. Um, I'm like slowly des- yeah. delegating the work. I think but- as an entrepreneur, you kind of start off wearing like a bunch of hats. Yeah, everything. And then as yeah. a, as like a 
as a business owner, like entrepreneur, as you start to learn and grow, you're, you're like, okay, I think I can do more if I'm able to like trust yes. and delegate and mm-hmm. like go. That's such a big thing. We talk yeah. about it in so many episodes too. <laughs> I know. Once you start building a team, that's like yeah. amazing. Yeah. What's something you haven't talked about in an episode yet? Dude, everything you talked about. Not dude, sorry. No, but like you know, everything you talked about, like, you know, just like believing in yourself and like being able to love and forgive yourself. That That is huge. And like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, we're really stoked that you shared that because oh. I think a lot of our listeners and like viewers out there will like really appreciate and relate oh, to that. You know, mm-hmm. awesome. I think yeah. you're going to change some lives. I promise. Oh. Seriously. Uh-huh. And it's so foundational that like we do talk about like business success and like, um, you know, thinking outside the box and all these things. But mm-hmm. it's like, if you don't love yourself and mm-hmm. that's the foundation, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like you're limited to like exactly. what you can do. So yeah. it's like yeah. something that I think we should be talking about more even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you yeah. going to grow or how are you going to change the world if you can't like love yourself? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's such a like big, you, yep. you are the foundation. You are the example. Like, first off, you're the love that you have for yourself is the example that you're going to set forth to your most innermost people. And then those people are going to be a reflection of the love that you can have, not just with yourself, but in exchange with another person. Mm -hmm. And then if that is nurturing and it's good, then it can change like a whole community. Yes. Mm -hmm. We talked about it in Tana's episode. Remember Mm -hmm. Tana, like another, uh, she owns Eden in Love. Oh, nice. Uh, But she she talks about that, like about how like she can't, before she used to think like she wanted to change the world, but then, mm. it was, and then it became like, how do you change like the peop- your, like, world. your world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in, in turn, that will change like other people's like worlds, right? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. that's huge. That's crazy that you said that. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. is amazing. <laughs> I think like a big thing too for entrepreneurs is like confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like someone had asked me on social media, like where, where does your confidence come from? Or like, how did you get that confidence? And, um, and even for me, like before I found my confidence, I would look at other artists and I'd be like, man, they're so like magnetic. Like there's just like, it just like feels like gravity. Just everything just centers around them. I'm like, how do they do that? Mm-hmm. And um, I realized that like the secret to that was just doing all the things. So like in my head, I tell myself, oh my gosh, I will never post a selfie on, on Instagram or oh my uh-huh. god I'll never like post a video of me singing or oh my gosh I'll never open up my own business that's crazy it's literally like doing those things right. like every time you do those things like I I made a whole analogy and everything like if you have a piggy bank right and every time like you do something that you would necessarily like normally tell yourself I'll never do that once you do it like you put that's like a coin that goes into your confidence bank and the more that you do that and accomplish and overcome it then that's like and then at some point you just look it looks so natural and mm-hmm. like people are like wow how do you it's just like took a lot of overcoming yeah, yeah. And executing. Yeah. yeah i mean you don't know till you do it yeah, yeah. That, oh that's so that's good that's such good advice oh, that's so many so good, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think, remember in my brain it's like okay cut that for a real thing. yeah yeah you see me flagging so. every single thing like you're gonna have a, you're gonna have hella real <laughs> no but it's so good because it's like I think we just feel it you know it it's worth sharing you know it's like really mm-hmm. like powerful and like it needs to get out there yeah. almost you know because it's going to help so many people and like exactly people, and also yeah. so relatable because yes. i think probably you people look at you probably the way that you looked at your like yeah. idols you uh-huh. know and like uh-huh. that's weird yeah. how could she go up there and like <laughs> sing in front of all of these people yeah. and yeah. just be herself and mm. Just to hear the story of like you were a shy girl yeah. and like you weren't. Look at you now. Oh man. Yeah. Um, so 20... we usually. 
Oh, sorry. I was going to say, we usually ask for, if you have like any advice for people. I know you gave a lot already. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but if there was like one thing that you would say to like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I could say one thing. Okay, so if you have a dream, right? If we have a dream to be someone or do something significant, um, it's possible. Like that's the first thing you have to one, believe that it's possible. Uh, the second step is you need to like really love yourself like actually love yourself, do whatever is necessary to get to that point where you are and feel that way. And once you love yourself, I think that's where the the courage comes to like step out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And then that's where the doing the things, filling your confidence bank to create that confidence. So like you, you need confidence to be successful in whatever you do. Cause if you don't believe in yourself, then nobody is going to believe you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like, Oh wow. A part of me just like, just really stepped back. I'm like, Oh my gosh, who is this girl talking right now? <laughs> I saw it. I like looked at you and yeah, I was like, yeah, like wait, who, who am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I just see that? <laughs> but yeah, that, I think that would be the biggest, the biggest thing I would say is like, first believe it, love yourself, heal whatever you need to heal, and then like just go out there and just keep making mistakes and getting better and better, and then eventually years will go by and then you'll end up on a podcast like that <laughs> yeah. you never thought you'd be on. So. Uh, you know what's crazy is like when we were like planning out our episodes we were like oh we need to find someone for our valentine's day episode right oh. like because you know love 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 whatever yeah but it's like yo this episode is it because you have to love yourself you have to love yourself before anything else oh yes. that just gave me chicken yeah. skin yeah i was thinking about that when you said i was like oh my god love is love wow and you have to love yourself yes, yes. you have that, to love yourself the scale of your love can only be at the level at which you love yourself yes yeah Boom. Okay. Valentine's Day episode. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love yourself. Look in the mirror and yes. say you love yourself and you so forgive yourself. Good. Dang, that's so good. Yeah. Oh, everything just falling together. I mean, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Totally. Um, but I guess like going into manifesting everything now, like what, yeah. what are some things that you are excited for that's coming up? Things that you want to manifest mm. and yeah. Um, so like a recent manifestation that happened was uh, I released, well, first, a lot of manifestations, but like the biggest thing was like, yeah, jumping ship and just doing music. Um, and then I, I don't know, we didn't talk about that, but like I did a wedding and it went viral on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And that was the oh, Leanne uh, yeah. V wedding. And, mm -hmm. yeah. and, but because of that wedding, like it blew up on TikTok to the point where I was getting so many inquiries like, hey, I want to fly you out to Miami. I want to fly you out to California for my wedding. Cause like wow. there were just tons just of like random yeah. followers. Yeah. And then, and then I, I, I didn't talk about my 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 other Mike Shar. She's like my assistant, man. Like she helps me with everything. But she took over the, those emails because I was so bad at answering emails for the longest time. Boom, delegation. And, delegation. Yep. Business owner side. Business owner. Yeah. <laughs> and so once she came in, um, she was the one that seen that email that like got me that Leanne V like wedding. And then yeah, and then I had a tons of weddings to the point where like I could actually step away from not only working at the school but doing like the gigs every every day wow just work a wedding on the weekend yeah work a wedding on the weekend and then in the meantime like i'm working on songwriting producing like new songs and mm -hmm. stuff for my next project and so like a, a big recent thing that came true was um uh, i was planning to i wanted to go on a tour because that was like something i'd never done yet mm -hmm. in my artist's like experiences and so me and my friend christian another person on my team um <laughs> he we were like planning out the numbers and we're like okay we're projected to be able to do this by like maybe spring 2023 i'm like okay i'll save up for that we'll work on that and then um and then i get a call like from anuhea to like go on tour with her and this was in 
October. That is and so crazy. It, that, that's crazy because I think I read or like heard somewhere that like your first viral video was a, a cover of Anuhaya Song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So that's the first video my mom made me do a post. Oh my God. And I was like, so crazy. Circle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so doing that was like incredible. And like, yeah, being able to have that, I got to like shadow her and just see without even having to like, put all of that into like doing my own tour mm-hmm. um so that was so incredible and it yeah her being like my first role model like and yeah. doing that experience and then yeah. being able to go on tour with your role model that's huge mm-hmm, mm-hmm. could you see that life because we we just had kimo kennedy on oh and yeah he's right. talking about like the tour, he tour life for, like, yeah he toured for like eight years yeah no that's like eight. and he was talking about how much like respect. there's so much behind the scenes that you don't see you know yes yes there's so much um and i i seen a lot like it, it's it's so much fun it's rough though on your body mm, and like I mentally and mm-hmm. like it's super taxing because like not only are you when you want to be a good performer you want to actually like put yourself out mm-hmm. there and give a great show but then the touring aspect especially because like you know i i had to drive myself and stuff like that so driving hours and then like checking into the hotels and then doing mm-hmm. that and then like i barely slept and so by the time i got home back from the tour like my eyes were sunken in i looked like oh. so bad oh, no. yeah but um but it's such an experience though and i think that is what's leading me to like my next like thing i'm like hoping to manifest and you know see what happens in the future but um being on the tour made me realize i want to be out there more um and that's scary because i have never lived away from home mm-hmm. um but i just feel like that's like the next thing I have to do. I have to take those experience outside and then eventually like come home. But mm-hmm. yeah, so right yeah. now it's that. And the tour showed me like people actually like, it's weird. I, I didn't realize that I'm that good. And so there's even still like when you have this confidence, mm-hmm. there's moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I still don't know. So like being out there and then having people like come up to me from Anuhia's fans like oh my yeah. gosh i love your music and now they're my fans yeah and um yeah so it's, now but, like yeah. but you're out there like yeah. you're doing the thing yeah. you're doing the damn thing yeah. <laughs> so Even. it's like i gotta be out there a little more now yeah. and so yeah. nice we're excited for you that we're stuck to see it you. that that's so exciting <laughs> what was that tour how many days and how many shows was that uh we did 10 show or 11 shows in nine days Wow. Um, yeah, and so it was a show every day. I think there was only two stops where we had a day to ourselves, but it was like South California to like Northern to Oregon, Washington, and then we somehow ended up in uh, Boise, Idaho as oh, our okay. last. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's crazy. You must mm-hmm. have had Hawaii just came out for yeah. you guys. Yeah, we talked it about did. that with Tamoa yeah. too. How about like mm-hmm. he when he was touring, like we were like, oh, but then it's he, like the Hawaii culture again. Yeah, the yeah. Hawaii was fans. Like, like, it was like right back in Hawaii. Yeah. Like everybody came out in support. And I, yeah, and that's why, like, even more so, I feel like, oh, my gosh, there's so many, like, Hawaiians or just Hawaii people out there that, you know, probably had to sacrifice not being able to be here at home Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. us. And so I think now I I feel like an even greater responsibility to, like, help, you know, remind them, like, hey, we we still love you, even though you're out there, you know? And so that's that's what I want to try and do. Oh, that's so awesome. (laughs) We're excited to see it. Yes. Just take your dad. He can be, like, your behind-the-scenes camera guy. Mom can be hyped. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so how can people find you and you know where can they find you uh they can find me on all social media platforms instagram tiktok uh youtube whatever you have but it's all the same kailana music uh i have a website as well um and if you are getting married or if you have a special occasion or whatnot and would love to have me i'd love to be there if i can um, but yeah, I just love sharing my journey with you all. So thank you for having me. No, we're so thank you for sharing. Yeah. 
Thank you. That was so good. Yeah. <laughs> so no, we're stoked. I feel like we could talk to you for yeah. another hour. I know. I know. <laughs> Thank but, you. I know. It went by so fast. Yeah, yeah. I know. We'll bring, wow. we'll bring you back for a Hanaho episode. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. meet her on the road. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Hey. <laughs> we'll talk about that next step. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but thank you again so much. Um, and thank you everyone for listening. Please subscribe, comment, and yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>